This episode of the Geeks Under Grace podcast is brought to you by the Word for Word Bible Comic. The Word for Word Bible Comic is completely unabridged. Not one word is missing. The pictures are accurate to the historical and cultural background and help immerse the reader in the ancient setting. Due to the corruption of mankind, the Bible is bloody and filled with complex adult themes of abuse and betrayal. This comic is therefore aimed at adults and older teens. The Word for Word Bible Comic. Order yours today. Your lack of faith is disturbing. What's going on, Geeks? You're listening to episode 234. 234. I really like that. Uh, of the Geeks of Grace podcast. My name is Cody Armour. I'm here with Shelly Nolan. Hello. And LJ Lowry. Yo. This week, we're geeking out about the PS5, Xbox, and lots of superhero stuff. Like, yeah. tons of it. Uh, first, special shout out to our Patreons at patreon.com slash Grace. Specifically, Brian Schroeder, Jordan Garner, Casey Cobble, Sam Watson, Hannah Bacon, Dan Alo, Trey Brayman, Peter Tello, Michael Miller Jr., Hannah Goose, Dalton Burton, Michael... Caleb Bardowin, Robert Hudson, Catherine Van Gogh. I didn't get them all in one breath that time. You tried. <laughs> it was a good effort. Yeah. You guys are awesome. We love you so much for giving. Um, it's it's helped us bring up the, the new website that uh, I'm not supposed to be mentioning, but I'm going to again anyways because I'm really excited about it. Hey, if you go, I mean, if people were to just go on it randomly, they would see it there anyway. So. Uh, yeah. I mean, it's it's there. And hopefully you check that website out regularly in the first place. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but just know that it's still a little under construction. Little tweaks. It's getting there. Yeah. Absolutely. It's looking it's great. There. I'm so excited. Uh, yeah. We'll get into the games we've been playing. And I haven't played anything. Uh, watched a couple of movies, though. So we'll talk about that in a little bit. Sweet. Um, cool. Let's go ahead, LJ. Uh, so I have been playing, uh, Super Mario 3D All-Stars. So cool. And, Sunshine? Well, I, I actually haven't tried Sunshine yet, um, okay. but I have played some of, uh, Mario 64 again. I played Mario Galaxy for the first time, and that was exciting. That game is so good. It's like top-tier yeah. Mario game for me. Like, it's, it's awesome. Really? Yeah, Mar- Galaxy was, is, it's really Galaxy good. is kind of amazing. I love the aesthetic, yeah. it's just like... Like, what would happen if Mario went to space? It's totally Cody, do epic. you not like Galaxy? I don't like Galaxy. I bought what? it uh, way after it had come out. Oh, and okay. I've heard Galaxy okay. 2 is amazing and that I should give that a shot. But the little round planets, I didn't feel like I was playing. I, I wanted more Super Mario 64, Super Mario Sunshine. You wanted more constructive Mario levels Odyssey. is what you're saying. And this felt more like a 3D world with spheres Okay. to me. Yeah, and it's... I, don't like, I don't like 3D world that much either. It's unique. Um, I mean, 3D World is coming out later, but that didn't look appealing to me, but I love 3D Land on 3DS. Uh, but Galaxy is, is really cool. I love it. Uh, Mario 64 was just... It was such a comfort zone thing. Like, I could get through a good chunk of that game probably within an hour. Like, a, Is the camera any better? No. I mean, it still has... <laughs> like, they didn't fix the camera because... Okay, so here's the thing. Pe- that people have been bashing it because supposedly there was information that they're being ran on an em- emulator, which... Uh, I guess that could be true, but to me, they still had to do some work there. Like, they had to change the button prompts, you know, to tell people how to play and things like that. Like, it still plays great. 
Um, and I assume Sunshine does as well. Uh, Mario Galaxy is cool because you can use the Pro Controller. You don't have to use the Joy-Cons. Mm-hmm. And also, if you're playing on handheld, you can use the touchscreen to collect all the little star bits or whatever. Wait, that's pretty cool. I didn't yes. know that. Cool. Yes, Aww. it's really cool. And you really can play most of the game with just the buttons. Like, if you really wanted to go and walk towards some of those other star bits, you can do that. But you can also shoot those bits at enemies, too. So that's also part of it. It makes it more fun, I think, with the touchscreen. But with the Pro Controller, it's, it's just as awesome, I think. Uh, they have... All, all three soundtracks you can listen to on there, but my mindset is that uh, Nintendo should just stop playing around and put all these on Spotify because I'm not going to open my Switch or turn my TV on to listen <laughs> yeah. to these. <laughs> but it it's reminds amazing. me of, of when they advertised for Smash Ultimate that you can listen to all the songs, and it's yes. just like someone like with their headphones connected to their Switch as they're walking around. Yeah, I'm like, like that ain't gonna happen. No one's gonna do that. <laughs> like, yeah. I appreciate like we can listen to all the music. I do appreciate it, but you yeah. can't act like that's, like, a music, like... It's not a good music playing just, device. Yeah. Right. Not at all. Not at all. Don't advertise it like that. Yeah, I've been playing, um... I played a tiny bit of 64, um, but I mostly oh, cool. played Sunshine with the 3D collection. And oh, it, nice! You got it. Sweet. Yeah, I did get it. Um, I finally, I think, I'm getting used to the camera. They inverted it, or it maybe it was inverted, and they changed it back. It's backwards to what it was for both. And I, don't, I can't say for Galaxy because I haven't played Galaxy, but for mm-hmm. both 64 and Sunshine. And for 64, I was kind of like whatever because I don't, I, I haven't really played that game much at all. Yeah. Um, <laughs> like I had on the DS, and that was most of my experience playing that game, but. Sunshine is like my baby, and it was, it's weird. It's like I'm playing handicapped a little bit. I'm just like, okay, I was too good for this game, and now they gotta nerf me. It's hard By changing the camera. Yeah, it's so weird. It's, so I think I'm finally getting used to it, um, but it's... I'm surprised that's not something you can change. I wish you could change it, but no, they're just, they're (laughs) just like, you know what? Like, it's so funny, because they're just like, everyone's complaining about how it's just like the same games like run on emulators right everyone's like oh it's just the same game that's so dumb um the one thing they changed is just a really bad change (laughs) everyone hates it it's like why i don't know why would it really be that much more work to have it that same camera it might be a specific version of the game because (sighs) i know that mario 64 is I guess it's what, what's considered the definitive uh, version. I forget what the, there's a name for it. Oh, but, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah I don't remember but the name. now all like the, all the speedrunners are upset. Yes, all, all the speedrunners hate it. Yeah, because you can't like reverse long jump now, like, and that's mm-hmm. what speedrunners do a lot in that game. And so, uh, yeah, a lot of people are upset about the particular versions that are included. But I enjoy it. Like, I I think it's still a great collection. Yeah, probably still a good time. Yeah, probably still a little pricey, but at the same time. It's totally worth it. Like twenty dollars yeah. a game, I think is still good. I think like ideal would have been like fifty. I think fifty would have been. Or even ideal. forty. Forty or would have been 40. a sweet spot. Yeah, but I feel like fifty would have made people happier. Well, yeah, that's true. Yeah, forty think... of course would make people happier and would be <laughs> worth it. But yeah, I think making it a full price game was a bad idea and limited time supposedly. But yeah, so like I said, I'm... if you if you don't want it by March, then you didn't need it that badly. So. <laughs> Yeah, mm. I'm. I'm just trying to have a good time with it. I'm still enjoying Sunshine, um, despite the camera, and cool. I'm excited to play Galaxy. But I yeah. want to play Sunshine before Galaxy because I, I don't want to jump around the games too much. 
I kind of gave up with 64. Like, I played a little bit, and I'm like, yeah, there's a reason I didn't play this game much. Yeah, I feel <laughs> I like... I have the nostalgia who, factor. Yeah, people who didn't play it are probably would find the controls a little outdated, probably. Mm-hmm. I could see that. Yeah. Um, the other game, real quick, I played is Outer Worlds. Uh, I started getting back into that. I played it on Game Pass on my Xbox One X, and it looks pretty. It's basically like if Fallout and Mass Effect, like, combined... It's got that 50s sci-fi style, but then you still go to space and go to different planets and space stations. Uh, The key to the game is they present you with a lot of these situations where you can choose between a a decision in every major arc and kind of decide, you know, what you want to do. But there's positives to each situation and there's also negatives. And so uh, the situation, uh, I was concerned whether I made the right choice, but then... Uh, I, I kind of went with what mostly what people would mostly see as like, you know, joining the, the corporation and going with the evil side. But then it turns out like whenever I finally made a decision, I went back and it turns out I feel like I made the right decision because there was a lot mm-hmm. of other hidden agendas and things with this other choice that seemed really good. And so I'm uh-huh. like, wow, I'm glad I did not make that choice. Um, I didn't. I don't want to spoil it. I mean, it's beginning of the game stuff, but I just didn't want to spoil it if anybody hasn't played it yet. But right. it's super it fun. Super cool. It's it's really good, and it looks so pretty on my One X. I played it before on PC, and I was hoping when I got my Xbox that it was going to have like the synced cloud saves, but it didn't. So I was like, oh, fine. I'm not going to restart this." But I finally did this week, and uh, I'm really happy with it. So it's cool. good. I'm always I, I need more games that have the like choices but there's no like evil or good or like bad ending i just need like multiple good endings because that stuff makes me so nervous like in, oh uh, man like witcher which yeah. i would yeah. hate if witcher did this i'm, I'm kind of lying um uh, but I, I checked every option like choice that i made on for witcher because i was like i don't want to make the wrong choice I was like so freaked out i was gonna get the bad ending and i was like want the good ending. that's true i'm always yeah. obsessed with that and um it's just funny my husband he's been playing dragon age inquisition Mm -hmm. and he finally got to a point in the game and this is i mean it's it's a fairly little game i don't i'll try not Mm -hmm. to be super spoilery but there's basically a point in the game where you go to this big ball which is it's a pretty big turning point in the game um and it's really unique because you're going to this ball you're not just like outright fighting you gotta like gain approval from the court you gotta you know talk to the right people do the right things and etc etc and there's basically Mm -hmm. You have this goal of like, there's two or three different people who you could choose to support to rule Orlay, which is one of the countries in the game. And there's like two sort of obvious choices, but there's different options you can get by exploring more, getting different items, things like that. Um, and you, it's just super hard to like get those endings and those. Um, to sit like those options if you like don't use a guide or something Mm -hmm. um and so like i'm definitely a believer in like oh i like i'm i always want to go for the true good endings i always want to go for like oh is there a way that i can just choose everyone which is like a similar thing to in the vein of that mission it's like there's a way where you can essentially like choose everyone or Mm -hmm. at the same time choose no one um but you, it's, it's, you almost always need a guy for that. Like, I remember when I played Hollow Knight, and I was like, okay, I've heard there's, like, a good ending to this game. There's a regular ending. I want that true good ending because I don't really want to replay this game. 
Because mm. maybe that's it. I just don't like replaying games that much. So if there's more than one ending, I want it the best ending possible. Um, but I also know there's right. lots of people, like one of my other friends who um, was watching him play Inquisition and being like, no, man, you're not, you can't look up a guy. You got to just do what you got to do. <laughs> like, do your run and that's how you do it. And like, mm-hmm. I, I totally understand that opinion, but I'm like, no, no, let me have my guide. Let me do the, the best thing. With Hollow Knight, <laughs> it's a bit different because I think that's like more percentages and how much you complete of the game, I think, with Hollow Knight, right? Hollow Knight is, um, you need to like do certain things. You need to collect certain items. Um, yeah. And you basically unlock an extra boss fight. And mm. that changes the ending. That's very Metroid and Castlevania-ish. Uh, oh, so, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, real quick uh, with Outer Worlds, I think the what they're trying to tell you in that game is that your decisions aren't going to be very black and white. There's going to be a lot of baggage and a lot that comes with each decision. And I think that's why I like That's why I got so interested in it. So. Mm-hmm. Cool. What are you guys playing? Go ahead, Shelly. Oh, no, yeah. Well, funny. besides Mario 3D, I already talked about that. Um, I played two other things. So first I'll talk about a game that's actually a card game um, that I played with some friends. Um, it's called The Game. And I know what you're thinking. The game <laughs> you're thinking of actually ended a long time ago, officially. Look it up. You, you just lost it. Anymore. it. You can't lose it anymore, LJ. It's gone. Okay. It doesn't exist anymore. <laughs> I don't know. Okay. You don't have to suffer anymore. Um, no, it's a card game called The Game. I and um, basically, what's really cool what's really cool about this game is that it's all a co-op game. Like, you're all trying to win together. And I'm like, that's nice. I feel like there's too many games that are just, like, pitting you against your best friends. And I'm like, no, sometimes I want to work with them for a chance. Hence so, the other game that you're going stuff to Stuff like that. About. Have you ever heard of Forbidden Desert? <laughs> well, yeah. I just, I don't get to play those games very often. No. Like, what is it? I say Urban uh, Island too, but I don't like Pandemic as well, I think. Um, anyway. But yeah, so everyone gets... There's um, 100 cards, and it goes from 1 to 100 in numbers. And there's four different piles. And two piles, you're trying to go up from 1 to 100. The other two piles, you're trying to go down from 100 to 1. And you're trying to use all the cards. Now the trick is that, um, I realize there's going to take more explaining, but generally you go around in like a circle or whatever in your group. Um, and everyone has put down a certain number of cards, like three cards. I think it was like two or three cards. I think it was two. I don't remember. It doesn't really matter. Um, but you need to put cards down um, and it has to be like in order but you're trying to use up all the cards, so you need to be careful about which cards you put down. But you also can't tell the people around you exactly what card you have. You have to use <laughs> other methods of communication. You can talk to each other, but you can't say, oh, I have a 36. Don't play on that 37 because I have a 36. I have the next card. You have to be like, oh, um, please no one touch that pile because I have like a really good card to put there or something like that. Okay. Um, huh. It's really fun, and apparently it's really hard to, um, they actually, like, made a way to win where you don't use all of the cards, um, but if you use all the cards, that's, like, the true, like, perfect win, which, um, and my friend, um, she brought for us because she works at a game store, um, and she said that she's played a a couple of times and she's never got the perfect, like, (laughs) use all the cards, 
And and we did it. There were four of us, and we used nice. all the cards. And it was our first time playing for most of us. That was really exciting, um, and it was really fun. So if you've ever heard of the Mind, it's a pretty similar game to that. It may even be by the same people, um, but it's a very similar realm. But anyway, fun card game. Very that simple, cool. simple um, idea, which I like. Um, besides that, um, like many many other people right now, uh, I've been playing Among Us. Well, been playing. Uh, I played for the first time recently after watching, like, lots of videos, right? Everyone's watching videos of it. It's very fun. Mm -hmm. It's very fun (laughs) to watch videos of it. Not gonna lie. Um, It's very stressful to play. Um, I realized that I'm really, like, I never got to be an imposter when I played. Okay, I guess if no one knows what I'm talking about, if if you... It's fine. I'll explain <laughs> what this game is. It's very, very similar. It's on the same realm of Mafia, the same royal realm as One Night okay. Werewolf. Basically, there's a group of people, and there are, uh, depending on numbers, one or two imposters. Mm-hmm. And these imposters are basically trying to kill everyone. Pretty simple. Um, and everyone is a cute little spaceman slash woman, space being, and they're all put on this spaceship. And... Um, what makes this game a little bit more interesting than I think some other like t- uh, Trouble in Terrorist Town or uh, Mafia-like games is that all of, all the crewmates, all the regular non-imposters have a goal to complete other tasks. They're given a certain number of tasks and these tasks basically you have to go around this map and complete mini games, which is really cool. It's really, mm. it's really fun. Little mini games. They're just really, very short, very easy. Um, and it makes you feel like you're doing something. Um, basically, if all the tasks are completed among all the crewmates, the crewmates win. However, the imposters are, you know, trying to mess everything up. They're killing imposter, or they're killing crewmates. They can also, like, sabotage stuff in the, in the spaceship. They can make it so it's like, oh, you have to go fix the oxygen right now because it's going to run out in 30 seconds and kill all of you unless you fix it right now. (laughs) Um, they can like manipulate doors. They can make doors close. They can jump around the map using vents. Um, so you have like a couple, quite a few advantages, um, but mm-hmm. they're outnumbered severely. So basically, it's it's a matter of everyone is wandering. Um, and what's really cool is that you're supposed to be really quiet. Um, you're supposed to just not talk when you're playing most of the game, um, when you're doing tasks or when the imposters are you know pretending to be regular people. Um, but Every once in a while, uh, if an imposter kills someone, it leaves a little dead body. And if someone finds this dead body, there's like a button that you could press called like, oh, found a dead body. And it calls a a meeting. Mm -hmm. And everyone talks saying like, okay, where was the body? Who was around there? Uh, What's your defense? And everyone's trying to figure out who did it. So... um, it's a very simple premise, and the game. This game actually has been out for a while. Um, I don't really know why it's really popular right now, but it is. It's only five dollars on Steam. It's free on yeah. phones. Like mm-hmm. it's very easily accessible. So I think that's why it's so popular right now. Yeah, cool. Especially for quarantine time, like and stream culture. Like a lot of culture. it's pretty popular on stream and stuff. Yeah, um, of course this podcast will be releasing um, after the fact, but I'm thinking about streaming it this week. So that'll be pretty fun. Anyway, it's, yeah, it's just a fun streaming. little game. Yeah, that's another thing I guess mm-hmm. I need to talk about. Um, I'm kind of back on streaming. I'm still doing Tuesdays. Um, that's where I did before. Um, I think the break was good, but I think I'm excited to be back. So Cool. 
Us. And streaming with Daniel sometimes. Like, we played Kirby Golf last week, or Kirby's Dream Course. Yeah, Jamie and uh, his wife Heather, they do stuff too. Uh, like, they, they'll stream Minecraft Dungeons and stuff like that. So I think it's cool. Like, that's something mm-hmm. that, like, people love to see is, you know, couples playing and streaming together. It's cool. Yeah, totally. So, um, anyway, I'll probably be playing more of that game, but uh, that's all I played besides Mario this week. Cool. cool. Well, we'll get into the gaming news then. Some big stuff happening. Uh, before we get to the PF- PS5 stuff, I want to go with the most recent. Mm-hmm. And it just kind of happened out of nowhere this morning as of, as of this recording. Uh, and Microsoft purchased ZeniMax, the parent company of Bethesda. So that means Disney they... bought Fox. I mean, it's like yeah, almost that big in the gaming world to me. Yeah. Honestly, yeah. Yeah. Um. So real quick, I, I don't. I haven't looked at the internet to internet today, so I wonder if there's a lot of people assuming that like, oh, that means all this is going to Xbox, and it's like, no, that's not true. Um. Some of it is going to be on a case by case basis. I've heard. So mm-hmm. the odd thing is that Ghostwire Tokyo and Deathloop are ps5 exclusives or at least timed i think and xbox owns them yes and so So i mentioned outer worlds earlier and that's also weird with obsidian because they know they own the developer of that now too uh but yeah it's kind of strange uh to think about like that that is out of nowhere and so there was also news that supposedly microsoft kept hitting up bungie again and so it makes you wonder how much money they were offering bungie because uh, it was seven point five billion dollars that they bought Bethesda for, and geez. I think that's more than Star Wars was purchased for, or sold Seriously? for. Which I think I think so. Yeah, that's nutty. Wow. Yeah, <laughs> so <laughs> that's huge. Um, from what I've heard, is they want their cloud tech. So there was an E3 where Bethesda was advertising this like cloud tech where if you sign up for this beta, you get access to like a, a beta test of like Doom 2016 in the cloud or something. So I think that was part of it. Xbox has just launched xCloud, and so they're probably wanting uh, more of that technology. Okay. That's huge, though. <laughs> yeah. Actually, nice. Uh, I could imagine, although they say that, you know, not... It'll be case by case basis for these exclusives. Mm-hmm. I would bet that the next Elder Scrolls is at the very least a timed exclusive on Xbox. Yeah, could be. Um, so the idea is there is I'm I'm guessing that it's probably going to be new IPs if they have if they have new IP. Um, yeah, timed exclusivity is a big thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, another thing, like I think of, I keep thinking of Minecraft, but on Minecraft you can earn achievements on like your phone or your Switch. Or things things like that. Um, so uh, that Microsoft is still mentioned inside these things. So you're still gonna like see mentions of Microsoft in the credits and such whenever you play some of these other games going forward. On PlayStation. So <laughs> yeah, I'm glad that it was Xbox and not Sony, just because of the fact that Xbox seems to be pretty open about sharing yeah. their software. Um, you know, they worked with Nintendo a little bit. Yeah. Um, and that's not something that Sony is willing to do. So if it was like if it was Sony doing this, I'd be a little worried that Skyrim would, or, you know, Elder Scrolls 6, whatever it is, mm-hmm. would literally be on the PlayStation and probably not leave it. Um, That would be, that'd be bad. That'd be detrimental. Yeah, because, uh, I mean, Sony just bought Insomniac Games recently, who made Spider-Man, and they also made stuff like Sunset Overdrive, and people love Sunset Overdrive. 
but there's likely not going to be a Sunset Overdrive 2 anymore. So, I mean, yeah. plus all that Spidey money. But it's just one of those things. It's like, yeah, they've, they're stuck on PlayStation now. They can't do anything else. Crazy. So, mm-hmm. cool. Yeah. Plus, I think. Yeah, that's pretty wild to think about. Uh, a lot of people hadn't had their coffee yet at the time of that news. So, <laughs> yeah. Um, so, the next piece of big news is the PS5 reveal that happened yeah. Thursday. They announced the price, which. I guessed pretty spot on 500 for the disc version, 400 for the digital version. Yeah. And yeah, they announced some big stuff as well, like Final Fantasy 16 and then yeah, Harry Potter. Thing. Oh, yeah, Hogwarts, Hogwarts Legacy. 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 Mm-hmm. I, a couple things in that presentation were pretty hype, honestly. Yes. Yeah. I know that you guys were super, super stoked about the showcase. I watched it. I thought it was and, good, but it I was wasn't kind of like. Eh, I still liked right. it more than I liked anything Xbox did this year. Like as much as yeah, I was pulling for, sure. for Xbox. Yeah, and that's not to say like I want to buy a PS5. I'm not gonna go. I'm not switching to Xbox by any means. Right. Um, if anything, I would get both if I'm so fortunate. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. I was. I guess a lot of the stuff that I'm excited for, I. Uh, has already kind of been announced and stuff like Horizon Zero Dawn. I've already seen footage of, and so mm-hmm. we didn't get to see any more of Forbidden uh, West. You got to see something you should be pretty excited about. Yeah, I wish we would have seen a little bit more of that. <laughs> of um, what? I, it's a showcase. I don't. Think God of War. Oh yeah, uh, God that, of War. We, we saw a logo. Five. Yeah, we got a logo and some dialogue, and I was like, that would have been really cool to see, um, even if it was something cinematic. They chose, would have been really cool. they chose an unoriginal subtitle, but I get it. Like, every Viking thing is called, like, Ragnarok or whatever, you know? like Yeah. But well, it makes sense. a huge event in Norse mythology. But it's, like, thing, I feel like more Viking stuff needs to, like, try something different. Like, I know it's huge mm-hmm. and it's the easiest thing, but it makes sense for God of War because, spoilers, Ragnarok is literally happening towards the end of the game, so... Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm surprised that they chose that as the name, um, just because Thor Ragnarok so recent. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, God of War mm-hmm. Ragnarok seems. There's uh, there's insane. been other things with that subtitle and that name in there too. So. Yeah, like they could have done, you know, it still could have been about Ragnarok and been called you know God of War, uh, the end is the beginning or something. Yeah, they could have um, done something different. I was I was kind of surprised about that. That's exciting though. Yeah, it was cool. I was like, that's that's all right. I wish, like I said, if I could have got a cinematic. Uh, so thing here's for that, the thing: like, they they say 2021, but I highly doubt it. I'm not. I'm yeah. gonna say that doesn't come out in 2021. Especially the fact that all we got was the logo. Yeah. I believe it if we had a little. I bit mean, more. we all got a logo for Metroid Prime Four, and we haven't seen we haven't seen what that is at all. Yeah. So. Yeah, and then Final Fantasy 16, I know a lot of people are excited about, uh, you know, going back to the more medieval uh, look of things, the old mm-hmm. school stuff. I just got out of Final Fantasy 7, and so I just want more crazy, like, sci-fi stuff. I think a lot of people want that. Uh, so that, to me, was like, it doesn't look bad, uh, but I have a very brief history of Final Fantasy knowledge. Uh, and so to me, I wasn't like... It doesn't look like Final Fantasy to me, though I know it does to others. Um, I don't know. I'll play it. JRPG um, cool. people are going to be super mad at me because I didn't care whenever that trailer came up, but once I saw some of the combat, I was like, okay, yeah, I'm down for this because 
a lot of people are still kind of wanting that classic turn-based stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I don't think anybody's going to get that in- anytime soon out of Final Fantasy. Yeah. I think, yeah, the combat looks cool. I yeah. don't know. Just... And the Chocobos. Crazy oh, yeah. Chocobo War looks amazing. Yeah. I was like, that's cool. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's just like crazy how it's like, watching that, I was like, oh, it's just another remake of an old Final Fantasy. They wouldn't just drop Final Fantasy 16, like, yeah. And they just did. It's like, I think I I'm had just, a feeling it was once I saw the Chocobo. Like, when Final Fantasy 15 was was such a long, drawn-out process, I just yeah. assumed that it 16 would be similar. That it would just be like, oh, we're going to tease something, and it's going to take years and years and years and years and revisions and revisions and revisions for it to come out. But no, Even, this is like the trailer. This is, it looks like a very solid idea. It is coming yeah. to the PS5. It is like a promised timed thing that's mm-hmm. happening and i'm like wait what <laughs> even the final fantasy 7 remake took forever so it's just yeah. exactly that's what we all expected. 15 was a ways away i mean that yeah. was five years ago six years ago well yeah but it five. was even like so 15 originally was a spinoff of final fantasy 13 it's mm-hmm. called 13 verses i think and then it ended up becoming this thing and it was in development for like they like, all, show, like eight you years can, you can look back at different like teasers of like seeing noctis look like slightly different and yeah it's from like years before the game came out and it's like yep okay like i just hope we get a kingslave to like a, a kingslave for this movie not a like a like a movie tie-in yeah like yeah okay. if they because continue Kingslave that marketing. Was some of the best marketing i've never watched a movie and been like i need to buy that game so bad <laughs> i also heard that apparently the uh i guess somebody who was big part of the combat design i guess is somebody that did the combat for like devil may cry and i'm like okay yeah that's gonna be really fun that's not bad. and the creatives on it i can't remember who it is um did some of the storytelling for final fantasy 14 oh like, cool joe raves about it being the best people story. love that story in 14 yeah. so mm-hmm. that's a big deal I'm and that makes excited. me really interested in it yeah, I think it's cool that it is like a like a more high fancy looking looking thing. Like mm-hmm. it, I like I I the the world is very cool in Final Fantasy fifteen. Yeah. But it's kind of cool that they're going away from that modern look. Like, yeah. They've yeah. done that modern look. They've done like different types of fantasy for so long, but now it's like okay, there's kingdoms and there's knights. They're going back to classic style. Phoenix, yeah, really classic. There's yeah. a phoenix, phoenix down, like huh? So. Yeah, yeah all the cool. summons look amazing too. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so as far as the PS5, though, um, I, I'm definitely going to try to get one so that way we can start getting content on the site. Uh, the pre-order stuff is nonsense right now. So <laughs> Sony yeah. said, pre-orders go up tomorrow, and then hours later, uh, they started showing up. And Yeah, Walmart kind of jumped the gun. Yeah, and somebody hit the button. was like, well, if Walmart's doing it, we're doing it. Yeah. and <laughs> so they tweeted about it. Yeah, so then they apologize, saying, like, hey, this could have gone better, uh, <laughs> but we're going to release more waves of pre-orders, and there's going to be more throughout the, the year. Which, uh, they also said that there's going to be more PS5s at launch than there were PS4s. So that gives me hope. Cool. Because it took I me a couple months. I think I bought months. a PS4 at launch without a pre-order, so... I bought That's mine, like, I think around tax season after the PS4 came out, and... I literally, like, walked to the mall, like, not far from my house to get my PS4, so. <laughs> the only th- thing I've had a real problem with was the Wii U, of all things. Who oh, known. the Switch. And 
the Wii U, I walked into Walmart and I was like, do you guys have a Wii U? And the guy laughed at me and he was like, we're definitely sold out. And so I was like, we're literally in front of the cabinet. And I go, so that Wii U down there is already sold. And he looked at it and he goes, oh, okay, here you go. (laughs) Oh my gosh. So uh, for for me, the, the Switch, I think most recently was the thing I had to fight through the Best Buy website for. And I know a lot of people had to fight through those pre-orders when it came out. But even a month later, I fought through the website and then finally got a confirmation. And I was like, yes! That, uh, I pre-ordered from GameStop. Right. Oh, cool. So I was on location. was just able to go pick it up. Right on. That's cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, PS5, though, man. It's, it's going to be it's gonna be huge. They, oh, that uh, they announced that PlayStation Plus collection which is a list of PS4 games you'll be able to play on the PS5, and I believe they're going to be, like, enhanced, possibly. That's another thing that I was just like, it's cool, I guess. Yeah, like, it's kind of like... like It is I, great for people who didn't have a PS4. Yes, I think totally, it is. Totally. They got they got some, all right, they got some good stuff, but not, like, their best... I, I don't think they have all of their best stuff. Um, yeah, I mean, if you never had a PS4, yeah. and you can get God of War at launch, mm-hmm. like, that's... Awesome. Or even Days Gone. Like I know a lot of people didn't play that game and it got like yeah, so some be, flack. You know, but I you like still haven't Days played Gone. Last of Us. Yes, you if could the play first it on one. a PS5. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. I think it's cool. I think it's cool that they have that there. There's a lot of free upgrades happening. Like Fortnite's gonna have a free upgrade. I think Rainbow Six. Oh, they're and... gonna have a uh, subscription service. We didn't mention that. That's kind of a big deal. What's the subscription service? Like, uh, like Game Pass. Oh, that's that's what I was talking about. Okay, that's, is that? Yeah, that's oh, that's what this is. Yeah, okay. it's it goes. It's it's already attached to your PlayStation Plus account if you have it. And Got it. Okay. And it, it's that. a it's a curated list of games. I don't. They haven't said whether they're going to add to it or, or whatever. I think it's I just going to be that like it won't have any new exclusives. Yeah, no, it's sustainable, which yeah. I do understand. But uh, Xbox definitely has an upper leg. It's going to be like a curated thing, kind of like you said. Like, hey, here's some hits from our previous uh, generation. So, yeah, uh, exactly. Yeah, that'll be cool. So that's it. All right, we will get into movies then. I didn't play a lot of games, but I watched some movies. You'll make up for me because I didn't watch any movies. (laughs) (laughs) Couple big ones. I watched most of the movie. (laughs) The first one. Uh, is probably one of the biggest coming out right now, and that is Tenet. Ooh. Uh, last time I was in theaters, I told you, don't worry. You don't have to go. Uh, but go watch Tenet. It's crazy. If you like Christopher Nolan and you like Inception and Interstellar and all those mm-hmm. like, weird twists. Interstellar movies, was good. Yeah. Uh, this is this is good. It's definitely uh, in the vein of Inception to me. Um, it's not as complicated. Like a but... mind-bending kind of... Yeah, it makes you think uh, outside the box a little bit. Um, it's really cool. I don't want to give too much away. Uh, you know that there's a little bit to do with time travel. Um, my biggest issue with it is uh, the namesake is Tenet, and you find out what that is pretty close to the beginning. Um, and then that doesn't really... That uh, story piece doesn't really get used much throughout the movie. Weird. And I was bummed. I was like, that's the namesake. Why aren't we like... That's the name of the movie. Going crazy with this this <laughs> thing that you've introduced. Um, but yeah, it's it's very cool uh, in the fact that it's... I loved how it was paced. And I know I'm, I'm really weird about pacing. Um, and probably not everyone will agree with me. But it's crazy fast paced in the beginning. 
It doesn't stop for a good 30, 45 minutes. It's dialogue after dialogue on different scenes. Like you're just jumping to another thing and then it's like just boom, 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 information. Um, but it almost kind of had me at the edge of my seat, like trying to pay attention to what's going on. I'm like, what is happening? That's cool. This is insane. And uh, I was really almost worried that it wouldn't slow down and it finally does. <laughs> Uh, but I was like, wow, this is so much. And I've never felt that with dialogue before. I've never like been listening to people talk and going like, oh man, this is insane. It's usually when there's a bunch of like action happening. You're like, what is going on? This is so messy. <laughs> um, so I don't know. It's, it's cool. Mindbender, check it out. Um, the, it's very serious. There's not a lot of comedy, but the main character can be funny at times, which is fun. Um, overall, if you're a fan of Nolan, this is a Nolan, it'll, it will be a classic. It'll be one of his known movies for sure. Cool. Yeah. Uh, and then the other thing I watched is Weathering With You, which is the, it's the same people that did Your Name. Did it make you cry? They made a new movie. It didn't make me cry and I cried everything, so... I'll, uh, it, there is that. Is it like an emotional movie like your name is, though? Yeah, a little bit. Okay. There was probably a part where I kind of got, like, sniffly. And I was like, oh, <laughs> but it wasn't like your name. Your name had me, like, your name had my emotions on strings. <laughs> I was its puppet. Um, <laughs> <laughs> That's good. It still sounds like it's good, though. Yeah, it was. Weathering with you is still a lot of fun. Uh, it's gorgeous. Very beautiful. Very much in the vein of Your Name, which is also a very beautiful anime. Mm-hmm. Um, it takes place, I think, exclusively in Tokyo. I don't think you go outside of Tokyo at all. And the city looks amazing. I mean, it's just, it's so cool to see um, how realistic some things are, even though it's drawn and it's in this, this cool art style. Um, and I would imagine if you live in Tokyo, it would be really cool to see these places because... A lot of iconic uh, looks at the city. Hmm. So, I I wouldn't say it's as good as Your Name. I would definitely say if you haven't seen Your Name, watch that first. But it's still very pretty. The story's very adorable, um, very sweet, and yeah, I don't know. I liked it. Cool. I want more. I hope they continue making movies cool stuff yeah i won't give anything away i'll talk about the ending a little <laughs> bit and i was like nah, you can say that's too much yeah. um also the character the main character i can say this i could have swore it was tom holland really? i don't know why it wasn't like there was a certain point i looked it up and then i was like yeah it doesn't really sound like tom holland but specifically the main character acts like tom holland spider-man in a lot of ways hmm. uh or peter parker i should say and that was really cool. He's got Probably very similar mannerisms. It was fun. Awesome. I watched in English, of course. It's me. Yeah. <laughs> I, I would too. It's okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right. And then, LJ, what did you watch? I watched Abominable. Sounds um, like a Sharknado-style horror movie. No, it's an animated like kids movie. It's really good. I, okay. I did fall asleep through a part of it, and it was like I felt like it was very unimportant because it was like... I think it was like an interaction towards the end with like one of like the villain characters or something. But like I watched most of the movie. Um, I just had a long weekend, so I couldn't like 
keep my eyes open for all of it, but it's a very, very good uh, message on like loss and in, in grief and stuff. And, um, but mostly it's uh, about this, this girl, she finds this uh, abominable, sno- abominable snowman on top of her roof in, I don't, I think they're in like Beijing or something. And, um, cause they're trying to get to Mount Everest and bring him back. And so that's kind of the plot, um, basic plot. And it's, it's cute. It's very fun. And, uh, you start to learn more backstory about, you know, the, the girl's family and stuff. And it's, it's really cool. It's, it's awesome. It's visually like very visually pleasing and it's fun. It's, cool. it's worth a watch. It's, I think it's from the creators of how to train your dragon also, cause it's a DreamWorks thing. So, uh, I recommend it. Mm-hmm. Nice. We're getting to the movie news. Yeah. What's going so on, Shelly? Our movie news is not quite as impressive as our gaming news, or even our TV news, I would say. Um, but oh. there's still news. Um, they are filming uh, Fantastic Beast 3. I remember they said they were going to make 5, and um, <laughs> I guess they're still going to make 5, even though the second was really not great um second was super weird i still want to watch it but i don't want to ruin the first one because i really liked the first The first one. one's fine and great honestly and then they <laughs> had the second one and now they're filming a third and i'm just like i don't i i think i'm I, just gonna pretend the others I don't love exist. eddie redmayne i love him i don't like <laughs> this series i don't think it should exist i think the first uh, one was good enough i don't it's kind of like Lord of the Rings was like, look, we can make three movies out of The Hobbit. Oh, and yeah. And Harry Potter true. was like, hold my beer. Yeah, it's not even off like a book series. People don't I mean, even really like it's the inspired by the Harry Potter series, but it's not, it is, technically there was like the original book. Fantastic Beast is like in a real book that's like the size of my phone. Yeah, exactly. Like, but it's not like that has story elements that yeah. feature, get right. featured in the movies. It's um, an encyclopedia. It's all just off ideas. Of. Which I'm like, that's kind of cool and neat, but honestly, it's the same movie over and over again. Like, the first movie is cool because you see all these cool and interesting beasts, and you're just like, oh, look at them! They're so cute or scary! Then the second one's like, oh, look at them! They're so cute or scary! Also, there's <laughs> weird shenanigans going on, and the third one I just know is going to be the same, so I don't, I don't need to see it again. But, anyway, if people care... They're making the third one. <laughs> um, cool. Cool. Second uh, thing of news, uh, Cody was just talking about your name. Your name. Yeah. An I amazing anime movie that everyone should watch. That can't be topped by anything else. They want to make it a live action. Including a live action. That's so bad. What do you know? <laughs> what do you know? Bad I, idea. Are you surprised? I'm just disappointed. No. Kill it with fire. I'm I'm really frustrated. I so the um, director is going to be Lee Isaac Chung. Um, I'm just upset. Who? Is, what did <laughs> Lee Isaac Chung do? Uh, you know what? Some debut <laughs> film uh, that I can't pronounce. Okay. Sorry. That's <laughs> that's fine. <laughs> If it was something notable, I would have been like, okay, cool. But Oh, he did Minari, but I've also never heard of that. I feel like that sounds vaguely familiar, but I couldn't tell you what it is. Uh, did really well at Sundance, apparently. Okay. So he has movies. He's not like a super big name guy, but he, he apparently Minari is his sort of big one. Um, 
But guess what? Guess what? Who's the producer? J.J. Abrams. Whoa. <laughs> a lot of bloom lighting up in there. I'm just so annoyed. How many times? How many times has there been an anime that's been turned to a movie? How many times? So many times. And how many of them have been good? Like none. Maybe one. I liked Ghost of Shell, but that's But people me. who... Not I did everybody. too. People who liked the... Yeah. I don't... I people just... who liked Ghost in the Shell are wrong, apparently. So I just want or... people to respect anime. Can we respect <laughs> okay. anime, please? Can we respect Japanese animation? Can we respect that not everything needs to be westernized by making it live action? Like, yeah. why can't we just accept that? Why do we have to make everything all live action? Oh, Minari's got Steven anime's too scary. We need to make it real, people. And then there's Disney being like, oh, 2D's too scary. We need to make it 3D. <laughs> no, keep I'm it so 2D. annoyed. I'm so annoyed. We should just this dial why... back and go back say, to animation. This is why 2D animation is dying. Because Disney gave up and, and people are trying to say that anime is not good enough. They need to make it live action instead. It so. is. More people should watch anime. Honestly. And yes, I understand there's a big, big... There's some There's some issues with anime. Some anime. That's yeah. that's the thing. If you if you were, like, freaking out about how inappropriate anime is, um, there okay, are definitely re- some really inappropriate anime. There's I changed my statement. Really... People should watch good anime. That's what I mean. I'm, there's some very vulgar <laughs> anime. There's... There, that's out there. If... I just would say... You're not watching the good ones. You're watching the bad ones. There's very, very good anime. Mm-hmm. And I think you should watch it. Your name is a perfect example of that. And it's on Netflix. So if you have it, go watch it. And then get raged with me. Rage with me that they're making a live action. <laughs> if you crazy. need further proof of how bad live action can get, there's still the Death Note movie also on Netflix. So. Oh, that reminds me, I did watch a movie that I didn't think was actually that bad, but I watched that Hercules movie from 2014, I think, yeah. and I liked oh. it. It wasn't that bad. Just saying. Eh. Oh, I forgot about it that entirely. poorly marketed. Yeah, it was terribly marketed because it ended up being something different, but I liked what it ended up being, so yeah. that's all I got. They had the reverse problem of, uh, this is so random, uh, it had the reverse problem of King Arthur with Charlie Hunnam. Oh, Okay. Which was also poorly marketed, but for the reverse reason, there was a lot of epic <laughs> stuff that wasn't in the in the movie or in the trailers. Yeah, uh, That's but a cool movie. I think there's something you said there that triggered that. I'm like, oh, I forgot I watched this movie. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. All I know is that I I I guess I don't know. I mean, Your Name was one of the highest grossing animated films of all time, mm-hmm. and when I think about super duper popular anime movies i think of like spirit away spirit away i think is still the top animated movie in japan if you were to choose one i would just get so upset if that if, if someone was like oh let's make a live action i don't know man there's some things that can only be presented in certain media that's that's my opinion mm-hmm. let's move on i'm upset <laughs> uh, but this will make me a little less upset i don't know this one's just more neutral. Ant-Man 3. Let's talk about Ant-Man 3. Um, yeah. We all love Ant-Man. Oh, yeah. So, it's fine. Um, so, they're... Okay. Jonathan Majors. That's his name. I was looking all over for his name. So, Jonathan Majors is uh, confirmed to be 
in Ant-Man 3. Yeah. Which, I don't know him, but apparently he's famous. <laughs> uh, so if you've heard of him, that's really cool. Some stuff. That's really cool for you. Honestly, um, I don't... I didn't recognize him from anything. He's from Lovecraft Country. That's what this article is saying. It's like he's from Lovecraft Country. Oh, that's very... the most recent HBO show. Okay. okay. Oh, he was also in The uh, Five Bloods, which is a Netflix movie. Nope. Uh, Hostels, which is was another, which was a Hollywood movie. What's really um, funny about this article is that you really have to be careful when you read it because it's Lovecraft Country star. He is a star in Lovecraft Country. <laughs> but you would think, if you didn't Lovecraft know what that was, country that is it's... A genre of music. Yeah, exactly. He's a, he's a country star. He's a country star, specifically Lovecraft country star. Like, <laughs> I imagine that. What that would sound like, yeah. That would be very interesting country music that I would listen to. <laughs> pop country just is bad. Lovecraft Sorry if you like country. pop country Like out horror, there. like country music? Like, like freaking like Luke Bryan. <laughs> Luke Bryan. I was looking on Amazon the other day, and Luke Bryan has a freaking like outdoor collection that he's just like, selling on Amazon. I don't like, like the new what? country. It's it's ridiculous. Doesn't he rap too? No, oh, that's somebody else. Stop. That's uh. I think he raps in one of his songs. I think that's somebody else. I can't really think of the name. Not, right but anyway, let's stop talking about country. That's I was just gonna say, let's stop. Let's talk instead about who <laughs> Jonathan Majors might be playing. So there's no confirmation yet, but. Uh, reportedly, he's going to be Kane the Conqueror. A lot Kane, of people are saying it's going to be Kane, Kane the, the Conqueror. Kane the Conqueror is huge. Yeah, which would be nuts, especially because Ant-Man's really definitely raps. Small. I'm just throwing that out there. Okay. What? No! <laughs> don't worry. Stop! <laughs> no. You've already ruined it so much. Um. Yeah, that's pretty cool. He's really big. And what's interesting is that Kane the Conqueror is more of a, like... He's a big one. He's like a Thanos. More like, what? Yeah, more like Fantastic like Four and, and like Inhumans. Time-altering kind of stuff. Exactly. Yeah. Which I guess makes sense for Ant-Man, right? The way that Ant-Man's mm-hmm. being presented in the MCU is very closely related to time and time manipulation right. given Endgame. Um, it's just such a long way from I've got a suit like yours and I'm running a company. I'm the bad guy, and it's like, now we're facing Kang the Conqueror. Yeah. And it's like, man, how far you come from that Hornet or Wasp or whatever that dude's name was? Yeah. Yellow Jacket. That's Yellow Jacket. Yeah. It's just oh. it's just crazy, because, like, Ant-Man is really, like, sort of, uh, I don't know, very separated from the rest of the MCU, I feel. Like, Ant-Man is, it's, it has a very specific vibe, right? Yeah. Where it's, like, pretty funny, and he's just a guy, right and he's a dad and but now it's like how are things gonna work now that things happen in endgame right Mm -hmm. and i just i don't know how it's gonna look i don't know yeah i don't know but i know where i've seen this guy in he's uh he's in um avengers earth earth's mightiest heroes the cartoon and he does like crazy time stuff well yeah sweet which, which could totally I mean, they already did the time thing, but I guess if they really want to go there, they can't. I mean, they're yeah. trying to t- do multi-dimensional yeah. time stuff. They're trying to. They're like, okay, we've we've set our story. We did the time that time stuff that we need to do, and mm-hmm. now I think they're just gonna go loose, which we'll talk more about in the TV section. Yep. Um, but I think if he is gonna be King the Conqueror, that's just further proof. I mean, and we already know that Doctor Strange is gonna be crazy as well. Mm-hmm. And especially if mutants are eventually, 
yeah, if, if mutants are eventually going to come into the picture, um, they're just going to go off the rails. And honestly, that's fine. The comics go off the rails all the time. As long yep. as it's fun to watch. As long as it, you know, maybe it... I want it to make a little sense. Like, a little sense? Yeah. Maybe? That's all I want. I'm still um, really hoping that Maestro becomes their big villain. Yeah. Which I'm sure King the Conqueror will be. But Maestro is smart Hulk. Professor oh, Hulk. Yeah. Getting Whoa. super, super smart and super, super angry. And coming back to kill everybody. Wow. Which would suck, especially with the way the movies have been going. That could happen. It'd be so cool. He's got the big beard. He's like old man Hulk. Yeah. Get cranky Hulk. <laughs> like cranky Kong. That'd be pretty funny. Except <laughs> cranky Hulk. But um, that's our movie news. Cool. Cool. We'll get into the TV. Uh, LJ, how's the boys? I like it. I mean, it's. Feels... Where are you in it? I'm only a couple episodes in, so I'm not into like the big episode that like mocks like that like mocks Christianity kind of. Oh yeah. Well, from what I've heard, it it very it targets very much the prosperity gospel side of things. Mm-hmm. From what I've heard, I'm not there quite it yet. It basically I... makes all churches out to be con artists. Which yes. It, it, yeah, it's mocking Christianity, but it's also a very um, very accurate in the way of like there's a lot of hypocrisy that goes on in, right. in certain. It's the general circles. outlook of Christianity. I feel like from people who yeah. are Christians. Yeah, so. and and so. Not because of that, but just because of its other content that I've heard about, I was kind of like convicted, like not to watch it for a while. Mm-hmm. Like I just mm-hmm. kind of didn't want to watch it. And it's so, shocking. I mean, it's like oh yeah, it is. Mortal and, Kombat, shocking. Which actually tells me that they could probably do a Mortal Kombat movie and a good one. Um, if I probably. think about it now, uh, but uh, I thought it. I, I guess so. What happened was. It came up twice, like, in the last couple of days, in, in like, random moments. And I'm like, well, you know what? I should be able to speak to this thing or if people are asking me about it. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to watch it. And I think there it has merits to it that I'm enjoying. Like, I enjoy the concept because it reminds me very much of The Reckoners, the Brandon Sanderson thing. Except yes. much, more, much more darker. Um, but I personally, like, I'm okay with watching it. And I can't say that everyone else should because it's very dark and very gruesome. And very yeah. adult, and so Got that this is weird, quirky humor. It's very dark humor. Yes, uh, Carl, Carl Urban is great in that, though. Oh my gosh, yeah. the actors all do very it's good. Easy for me to disconnect with it all because it's so absurd. I've yes. watched into season two yes. now, um, and the villain, the main villain, is this like female social justice warrior, mm. which is so counter culture. Hmm. to villainize someone like it's just crazy for anything to uh it it's shocking i mean that's that's what they're trying to do with the entire show is be as absurd and crazy as possible and then i Um, think the concept of like the whole corporation how these superheroes they're they're very like i don't know how to say it like they're ran by a corporation so it's like yeah it's sketchy you know like it's just so wild it it kind of reminds me of the reversal of how the Avengers game starts because these heroes are so like, you know, loved and celebrated. And like, I guess they are in this too, but it's like, you see that these are not good people. Like, and it's just, right. it's wild. Like to see like, the stuff that goes on. So yeah, no, it's insane. Yeah. Um, like I said, I, I'm able to disconnect because of how insane it is. And yes. I don't know if everyone could. Yes. Um, I think that's where I'm at too. I, was, I, I can like disconnect. Said, very dark moments that, um, 
it may not be easy to disconnect with it actually could be very triggering for some people i think yes i yeah i totally agree with that so i know some people that that do watch it that are christians and it's like hey like if you like again as we always encourage if you consider yourself somebody who's able to watch that in your particular faith and your and where you're at in your christian walk i guess then then yeah like that's cool if you enjoy it but i yeah i'd trailer i would watch a trailer that show and I would talk to more people about it. Like I would, I would uh, do your research if you're really considering it. And uh, yeah. yeah, but I was like, like I said, I was convicted to where I didn't watch it for a long time, and mm-hmm. I felt like, well, I should watch this considering I have a platform that I can speak on this stuff, and people are asking me about it. So I did. Oh. Mm-hmm. Shelly, how's the Persona Five anime? Yes. Hopefully, a little more. Um, PG then probably yeah. not huh um i don't know it's it's so similar to the game yeah it's so similar to the, the game, game has some dark themes it. yeah 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 oh yeah <laughs> they have that stuff yeah okay. um, so it's not much more friendly yeah i mean in, I don't a, know, in those, a different the way things, the dark themes are all really tied into the story so right yeah. they they definitely have those themes um it's really Veggie good. Tales is really good, guys, <laughs> and uh, I think you can get Veggie Tales on Netflix right now. So I went from Abominable to The Boys. That's just weird. <laughs> oh my gosh, um, yeah, it's so interesting because, um, like, all the the sections where there's like lots of dialogue in the game and the anime feels very similar because hmm. it, it all kind of takes a while and you hear the voices and you're like, oh yeah, this is like very similar to how I experienced in the game. But then parts that involve the palaces and fights um, are, are pretty different because, yeah, like, those are literally, like, the main gameplay elements of the game. Wow. Like, they're able to explore a palace in a day, like, really quick. Um, they don't really explore too many parts of the palace. They only highlight, like, little spots, really. Um, and, like, boss battle. Like, basically, we, how far I am, I'm on... They cut down the grind, it sounds like. Yes. Absolutely. Like, we were just introduced to Yusuke pretty oh, okay. recently. So, like, we're not very far in. Um, but, yeah, like, that first palace, they, like, kind of went in there. Um, they're like, okay, we can do this. We found the treasure. Okay, when you're let's normally the in there card. for hours. In yeah, the exactly. Like, you're in there for a long time. You go back um, a lot. Yeah, totally. So, they... And then they introduce the... Um, like, there's a mechanic, and I think it's with the every Persona game. Um, I may be mistaken, but at least Persona 5. Um, where the main character, Joker, can um, ha- have more than one Persona, right? Yes, that's, that's a... I think, I think that's this is a Persona game. thing. Yeah. Um, and the way they introduce it in the game is very different than they do in the anime. Like, in the game, it's, you know, one of the first things you're introduced to because it's a very core game mechanic and it totally makes mm-hmm. sense. But then in um, the anime... It's, like, he only realizes it, um, like, later in the palace, mm-hmm. and um, eventually when he does, like, a... There's, like, an execution mechanic where you can morph and fuse two yeah. personas together, and they don't show that feature until the final boss of that palace. Oh, weird. So I'm like, oh, that's super interesting. Like, I was almost getting to a point where I'm like, are they going to show that? Like, or is, is he going to have Arsene the whole time? So, uh-huh. uh, I'm still really digging it, for sure. Um, it's still really enjoyable for me. But that's because I like the game. And again, I feel like 
I feel like it would still you'd still be really lost if you've never played the game or watched someone play the game, right? Because <laughs> you could watch someone play the game for a while. Um, if you if you haven't consumed enough of the game, you're not going to like the anime. Um, if you're just going sense. in blind, you're probably going to be really overwhelmed and confused. But if you if you like that stuff, then you'll like the anime, as far as I'm aware. So cool. Like I've heard some people complain about the protagonist being a little too boring and a little too stale, but it's like he's your the character you control in the game yes. so they really can't do much about that like the yeah. anytime he talks honestly anytime he talks to the anime i'm thrown off because i'm just like wait a second like you th- talk he's voice acted right he, he does talk in the game but so like not often at all and you choose every all of his reactions in the game it's so that's really like the interesting thing i'm like oh what's Ren gonna do because he's named yeah. Ren in the anime and that's not how I just felt. in time like he is in my game. So <laughs> anyway, that, that's how I felt when I played Persona Four Arena, the fighting game after Persona Four came out because they have a mm-hmm. lot of story and dialogue in that. And hearing the main character as its own as his own character was just so weird. You're just like, huh? Yeah, <laughs> and that, I think that has an anime too. If you're ever interested in, it. oh, I'm. I think it does. Yeah, yeah I'll probably the, uh, play Persona Four Golden eventually. Yes, not yet. yeah. Get that on PC mm-hmm. for sure. I might stream it someday. That's what my friends have been telling me to do, but mm-hmm. not yet. That's cool. all I've been watching. Cool. We'll get into the TV news. Uh, it's all superhero stuff. <laughs> so, so we're geeking out about superhero things this week. Uh, yeah. First of all, we kind of saw this coming, but Young Never Justice and coming. Titans, we knew they were in the works. <laughs> uh, they are coming to HBO Max. So that makes a lot of sense. We kind of knew that was coming. But also, Harley Quinn renewed for a season three. Uh, which is really exciting yes. for uh, me. It's I also love that show. Kind of a rated R show, uh, but the comedy is amazing. It's, it's such a fun like show. I feel like they could have ended in season two if they wanted to, but I'm so happy they're doing a season three. Yeah, I am too. It's such a good uh, show. I really want them to continue for like, a while. <laughs> I can't say good because it's really not good, but it's like so well written and animated. Right. Yeah, so funny. <laughs> uh, so that's all coming to HBO Max. We don't have release dates for anything quite yet. Uh, cool. But... We kind of figured that was happening. It's just now more in a confirmation. Even the last, uh, they just had that other fandom thing yes. a few weeks ago. And at that point, they hadn't announced whether or not they were doing Harley Quinn. I so, thought we would have heard something about more about DC Universe stuff going to HBO Max there, but we didn't. Yeah, there wasn't a lot of news coming out of it. It was more just panels. There was a, I mean, there was a lot of news that came out of it, just not that news that we expected. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you talk about the second one, right? What the what? The second fandom. Oh, there was a second one. Yeah, that's what I mean. <laughs> was wow. a lot of information. There wasn't a lot of news. Oh, that's right. They had a like a website. I think you could even watch the new Superman movie on there. Oh, really? Yeah, the new animated one. I oh yeah okay. Oh, that's, cool. that, that's what that was. All right. Yeah, I know fandom. They did like a second. It was right. it was just a couple weeks ago. Yeah, and uh, it was there wasn't a lot going on. They I saved the big really quickly. stuff for the big day. Yeah, it wasn't like the first one. I figured it would be a lot more TV information. Yeah, uh, I think we get more Arrowverse type stuff. But I don't know if it's still there. But you could literally watch Superman: Man of Tomorrow. I think it is on that website. That's cool. Yeah. Um. But yeah, they had like a Q and A with Harley Quinn, not Kaylee Kuko. It was like animated Q and A with like Twitter questions. Oh, cool. It was fun. It was all pre-recorded, obviously. Yeah. Um, but they asked if they were the season three was renewed. She was like, I don't know. 
She's like, but it's super cheap and easy to make, so let them know that you want it. And <laughs> apparently we get it. Uh, and then some Disney Plus news. A couple different things. Uh, first of all, She-Hulk has finally been cast. And that is Tatiana Maslany, who Sweet. is in... LJ, you gave me a name of something that she was in. Orphan Black. I think Orphan it's Black. like a spy-themed like show or something. I've never seen it myself, but I've heard of it. I can't remember. It's on BBC. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I've been told I need to watch it, and I kind of forgot that it existed. Um, but, yeah, I'm excited. I'm glad that that show is actually happening, because there were a lot of rumors that it was, and I was just like, but is it really? Yeah. I was like, oh, no, we're not getting a lot of information about this. Um, mm-hmm. So I'm hoping, you know, I love Hulk, and to get into that universe a little bit better, um, I'm hoping that we get to do so. I hope that Mark Ruffalo gets a little bit of a, uh, more than a cameo in it. Mm-hmm. Um, as his Hulk, uh, because he's not allowed to have his own movie, so this kind of gives him an outlet to be in that world uh, and still be about her. We and... need to fix that, by the way. Yeah, come on, you <laughs> bought everything else, Disney. I know. Want to buy Xbox while you're at it? I'm just kidding. Don't do that. No. Uh, <laughs> um. So that's cool. And then the insaneness of Wandavision has been released in trailer form. That looks so weird. And the fact that Kitty from the 70s show is one of the actors, as, and it's like in this like 70s talk show, oh, or 50s. sitcom. It's crazy. It's, There's so it's, much more crazy than that, but. It's like, it's it's funny how we knew it was going to be crazy. Like when WandaVision was first announced, right? When all the MCU sort of uh, related shows were getting announced, we're just like, WandaVision, mm-hmm. that sounds really weird. A show, a sitcom type show about Wanda mm-hmm. and Vision. That would probably be kind of weird. Yeah. And then you see this trailer and you're like, that's way weirder than I thought <laughs> it was going to be. Yeah. As if that was possible. <laughs> my my suspicion is that it's going to have like some kind of like Truman Show plot to where they realize they're they're stuck in some kind of dimension or something. Like, yeah. I think that's what's going to happen. A lot of people are theorizing that like... They're going to break uh, out. Wanda's like going crazy and she's creating this reality without even thinking about it and yeah oh man yeah that usually i mean you think of like house of m and stuff like that she kind of just creates these different universes at will yeah so i think it's her trying to figure out like make her own little perfect world where vision is still Uh, around and i love that it's got kind of this horror element to it uh it seems like it's taking place after endgame which makes a lot of sense yes yeah and the fact that uh, they like they like confirmed that with their the scene yeah where there's this character who we don't know yet but it's really funny to me i don't know why it's so funny to me but it's um tris from divergent what's her <laughs> name it's like cheyenne woodley cheyenne woodley yeah 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 i think that's her mm-hmm. um i don't know why that's funny to me but it is. Um, it's weird but she's in her and stuff that's not the secret. Exactly. Life that's why I'm like, Shailene I'm like, I'm like happy for her. Like she's getting out of Fault in Our Stars. She's getting out of that we- the weird she like was teen angst. Mary Jane in Spider Man, uh, Andrew Garfield Spider Man. That but we it never, never got. To got see. Wait, really? She made a she did a scene and it never got released. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, I would never have known. Um, yeah. That's interesting. Yeah, I'm. I guess. Yeah, you're right. I'm glad I'm. Uh, she's in other stuff. She's breaking out a little bit again, um, mm-hmm. away from the all the weird teen, teen stuff. <laughs> <laughs> but she's in this car and she's like, 
oh my gosh, am I dead? And Vision's like, um, no, why would you think that? She's like, because you are. And he's like, okay. It's just so interesting because it's like they're acknowledging that. And there's all these, there's like lots of characters. Like it's not just one and Vision. There's, there's other people. And yeah, it looks crazy. Weird. I wasn't very interested before. I guess I'm interested now just because I want to know what's going on. <laughs> yeah. But also the fact that it's not like, I mean, it's not like I have to pay more. I already have Disney Plus. Yeah. So <laughs> that's probably it's not like you have to pay more. <laughs> if I had to pay more, I would have been like, nah. that was a good jam yeah, at Mulan. <laughs> oh, yeah. Mulan. Heck, Mulan. Oh, gosh. That was a good jab. I could not laugh at that one. <laughs> yeah. Um,. Yeah, I don't know. We'll see that. I'm waiting for this Winter Soldier. Yeah. Um, oh, that's the one I really want to see. Falcon and the Winter Soldier. I really I always want, want to call to him that. Captain Falcon now that he's got the shield. Falcon Punch. Punch. <laughs> that's what yeah. I'm really intrigued for. I yeah. think that's going to be amazing. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Cool. Well, that's all the news. We don't have any questions. You can ask us questions uh, in our Discord in a GUG cast questions channel. Mm-hmm. Um. I think you can get to the Discord through the website, geekscurious.com. Yep. I got the link there. But yeah, we'll end the podcast there. LJ, where can they find you at? Uh, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram, at WarHeroLJ. And you can find me on the Geeks Under Grace Twitch channel on Fridays, twitch.tv slash geeksundergrace. Cool. Charlie, where can they find you at? You can find me on Twitter at theshellshock24. And you can start seeing me on Tuesdays at twitch.tv slash geeksundergrace, playing well, I'm kind of doing whatever at this point. <laughs> and you can find me on Instagram at Cody Armor. Keep gaming, keep praying, and God bless. Bye. We hope you enjoyed this episode of the Geeks Under Grace podcast. We love hearing from you, so feel free to ask us questions or just comment on the show by using the hashtag GUGCast on Twitter or by joining the GUGCast questions channel in the Geeks Under Grace Discord. If you like this episode, consider leaving a review or rating of our show on your favorite podcast app. If you want even more Geeks Under Grace, you can always go to geeksundergrace.com. We love you all so much, so thank you for listening. <laughs>